You can now support the podcast by monthly subscription for 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. Just click that support button. And all the people that already have, I really deeply appreciate you. From the bottom of my heart, I mean it. And all the people considering and all the people that are going to in the future, thank you so much. Much love. Welcome back to another From the Stash podcast. I'm your host, James Davis McAllister. And uh, today's a little impromptu uh, podcast been a little absent for the past week, well, week and a half, and today's episode, I honestly have no plan other than to talk about mental illness a little bit and my struggles. It's going to be kind of off the cuff, uh, you know, so wherever my mind takes me, that's where this podcast will be. Oh, so with that said, you know, holiday seasons typically tend to be you know, bad for a lot of people and um, with mental illnesses and things of that sort, whether it be from not having lack of family or lack of funds or whatever it may be. Um, I know myself, I've always, not always, but the older I've gotten and into my teens, the less I enjoyed holidays. One, because of my beliefs in them. I, I don't tend to believe in them and I, I don't tend to celebrate them. I only do because of my mother and other family, but it always seems like a real uh, fake time of year where people just seem to, you know, try to one up each other or, you know, go in debt to get their kid the latest Christmas present from some random guy named Santa Claus, you know, and it just, I've never been able to comprehend it. And I think a lot of it was growing up, my mother, um, we used to, you know, she'd ask me, she'd be like, hey, James, do you care if we, you know, don't get you and your brother anything for Christmas? And, and we, you know, do Christmas for another family. And I'd always be like, yeah, you know, and so we'd pick a family that we knew and we'd anonymously, anonymously do it. And we would just kind of take, uh, and go shopping and get, you know, all the kids stuff and et cetera. And then in the morning we would drop it off on their front porch, you know, anonymously. So they didn't feel some kind of way about it or whatever. And so I've always treated them that way. And, uh, it's, you know, so it's always just been sort of, you know, uh, depressing, you know, not to be uh, a Grinch or um, a Scrooge or whatever, but like, it's just always been, you know, you see the ones that go without, you know, for Christmas and their buddies were able to get this new bike or new system or whatever it may be. And how sad and, you know, un, um, unaffiliated they made other kids feel. So it was, I've always had that, you know, thought process with it and I've always seen it and it's always just been kind of, you know, depressing. Um, I, you know, I know it went with COVID this year, you know, a lot of, and again, we won't get into my thoughts with COVID, but, uh, I'm long story short. I think it's, you know, a bunch of fucking hoopla. I think that, you know, I mean, I think that it's another strain of flu that we have every year. We have a new strain H1N1 swine flu, et cetera. Um, but we won't get into that right now, but I think with that, you know, a lot of people not being able to see their families, you know, um, I know. Um, for instance, my aunt passed away not too long ago and we weren't even able, able to have a funeral or service or anything for her, uh, because of this COVID bullshit, you know? Uh, so that's added on top of it. But what I was getting at there was, you know, this time of year, I was diagnosed when I was younger with seasonal depression disorder and, and it's, it's definitely real, uh, hundred percent. Um, so all those people out there struggling, man, I, I hear you, I struggle with you and, and please don't think you're alone cause you're not. Um, in fact, at the end of this episode, um, 
I'll give out my number. And matter of fact, I'll do it now. 330-257-6535. That's my personal line. If anybody ever needs to talk about anything or, you know, just needs someone to yell at or cry to or whatever it may be. But I know, um, now I'm going to get into a little history of my mental illnesses. Um, and I'm going to try to do it as fast as possible because I don't want to make this episode super long or anything, but mental illnesses ran in my family. It's definitely a hereditary thing. Um, and I think that drug use can add to it, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, my grandmother hung herself. My aunt hung herself. My brother tried to hang himself and me and my mom found him and, and were within seconds of saving his life. I tried to, now, now we'll talk about myself uh, and I hate to do this, but I want to, I want to get this out there. Um, when I was, well, well, what was I 15, 14, 15 years old, something like that. I tried to shoot myself and, uh, my dear friend, Tony James, who, um, recently, well, not recently, but a few years back had killed himself, committed suicide. He hit the gun out of my hand and it discharged in the ceiling. I ended up being um, hospitalized in two different mental institutions. One was uh, Belmont Pines and that place was hell, man. It was, they treated me like I was just some sort of alien second class citizen, uh, less than others. And I'm sorry for the sniffles. I got a little bit of a, not a cold, but my nose is a little runny. I was just outside walking to the store, but, um, it was hell. And, and they took my shoes from me. I had glasses at the time. They took my glasses from me. It was really, really, really bad experience. And I remember calling my mom and saying, you have to get me out of here. Well, long story short, um, I was ended up then transferred from there to a place in Youngstown called Northside hospital. Um, and I'll say this, they, were amazing, man. They taught me coping mechanisms and ways to deal with it and ways to talk about it. And it was a very good experience that I had needed. And I think that to this day, it saved my life. Um, what led to a lot of my mental anguish and mental depression and mental illnesses and mental health issues is I was raped when I was four years old and that had never left me. And it still doesn't to this day. I think about it every day, but I had never really told anyone until I was in my, I want to thank McAlpine Meadery for sponsoring this episode of From the Stash Podcast, located at 10035 Johnsford Road, Beach City, Ohio, 44608, phone number 330-756-5019, again, 330-756-5019. They take passion in brewing high-quality European-style artisan honey wine known as mead. It's available in 87 retail stores. It's also available in 36 different states to your front door. You can order online at www.mcalpinemead.com. Again, that's www.mcalpinemead.com. Hours of operation, Wednesday 4 to 10, Friday 4 to 12, Saturday 12 to 12, bands Fridays and Saturday nights. Thanks again to McAlpine Meadery for sponsoring this episode of From the Stash Podcast. Now on to the show, folks. Teens. And I was always afraid of how people would uh, take it. Like, well, is, uh, you know, do they think I'm gay? Do they think I'm weird? And, and not that I have anything against gay people or weird people or whatever. It's just, I didn't know, you know, as a teenager, you know, trying to be something or, or be cool and be with the end because I was, I was an athlete. I, I was a vocalist. I, you know, I did a lot, you know, I got along with everybody and I didn't, I was afraid of how to approach that situation. But that's what led uh, to, to ultimately, you know, me really going off the deep end. And I remember my first prescription medication was Zoloft. 
And it was terrible. It made me so much more depressed, so much more um, anxious. I couldn't sleep. And I do believe when I was initially diagnosed, I was diagnosed with severe depression disorder and seasonal depression disorder. And so I was on that and it was terrible. And then I was put on Wellbutrin and Prozac and Paxil and Trazodone and Clodipin and you name it, I've been on it um, throughout the years, you know, because I had then... Uh, was going to anger management. I had anger problems. I had, uh, just so many problems, you know, I would cut myself, uh, and, and it wasn't even out of cutting myself because, you know, I wanted to commit suicide. It was for attention. And I never understood because I always got a lot of attention. Um, so that led to, you know, further counseling and further therapy. And what I've come to find out from therapy and counseling and things of that sort is they don't typically work, at least not for me and most of the people I know. Now, I'm not saying they don't work um, because I do know people that it does work for. And I would suggest that if you are feeling this way to definitely reach out and try to get help. I'm not trying to discourage that in any way, shape or form. So please don't uh, misinform or mistake what I'm saying. Just myself, I come to find out that that stuff didn't typically work and, and I would self-medicate. You know, I, I was shooting up cocaine at the age of 13 and this is before I was diagnosed with anything, you know, and, and I'm trying to stay on a timeline here, uh, but all these things come flying back. And again, I didn't take notes for this or anything. I just kind of wanted to do this. Uh, so I was self-medicating at a very young age and, and I've come to find out now I'm 33 years old. I don't do drugs. I smoke marijuana to sleep because I have extreme insomnia and anxiety. And I take Kratom because I have spinal stenosis and, uh, sciatica, scoliosis and two herniated discs. So I take Kratom. It's a natural leaf that, uh, it's a powder that I take um, for it, my pain. And it also helps a lot with my mental instability. Um, so I've always self-medicated even to this day. And I found that, 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 you know, in fact, the last medication I was on was, I think I was 25 or 24. I was on Prozac and it worked in a way, but like I couldn't sleep. I gained a bunch of weight. And so I cut it out and I haven't taken a prescription medicine, medicine, medication since then. Um, as far as, you know, for like my mental illness, you know, if, um, I, I take a pain pill here or there or whatever to, uh, every once in a while I don't anymore, but you know, to help with my back or whatever. Um, so I don't want to make this really long or about myself, but, um, I'm going to skip all the way to now here recently. I've really, really been struggling with anxiety and uh, depression. And it's been a real huge uphill battle. Um, I'm just so unmotivated, things of that sort. Well, now with the Kratom and things of that sort, it is helping. And uh, I found a couple people in my circle. Uh, shout out to Jeremiah Gissinger from McAlpine Meadery. Uh, he's been kind of like a brother mentor in a way. Um, we've talked about things, you know, and if anybody knows Jeremiah, um, he is... He's a big dude, man. He looks like a Viking. Looks like this, just this, you know, run of the mill, strong, you know, Viking type guy. And and I'm not throwing him on the bus when I say this, but he deals with you know anxiety and things of that sort too. And I remember him reaching out to me, and we've been able to talk about it and stuff. And it's been a huge, huge help. Um, in fact, they're you know my main sponsor for this podcast, and uh, he helps put diapers on my uh, my my baby's butt, and I and I you know appreciate that more than anything. But that's besides the point. What I'm getting at with that is. 
Even if you don't feel comfortable talking to a therapist and or someone uh, in your circle or whatever, find a stranger, find somebody, find a vlog group, find a um, blog group, find a Reddit, a subreddit, something, anything, a Facebook group, somebody, a stranger, whatever, and reach out, talk. Don't hold these feelings in. These feelings will in essence, murder you from the inside out and in, in the people around you can see it and it affects them too. Uh, again, I'm going to keep this short. It'll be right around like 15 minute minutes, something like that. I just wanted to, you know, come on here and speak about, you know, some of my struggles and, and if people care enough, maybe I'll go into more depth, you know, of a, of more efficient timeline. Um, but that's about all I have to say for now. Keep your chin up, keep your head high. Again, my number is 330-257-6535. If anybody ever needs to talk, I'm here for you. Thanks for checking out From the Stash Podcast. I'm your host, James Davis McAllister, and I'm out. I want to thank A Catholic Clothing for sponsoring this episode of From the Stash Podcast. If you're looking for the best urban streetwear in the world, not only designs but quality, go to www.acatholico.com. Again, that's www.acathlaco.com or visit your local Zoomies retailer store and use code ACATHLASWAG, all capital letters, all one word on the website for 10% off.